Professor Flimflam. She's Wonko. This is Bard's Eye View, the podcast that looks back at Xena, Warrior Princess, and we've reached Series 2, Episode 8, and our episode is Ten Little Warlords. Yep. All in a row. As I said last week, Ten Little Warlords went swimming one day. Over to the island. Oh, you did. And then then actually... Something sad about a duck, and it made me cry. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, episode title, obviously a reference to the famous Agatha Christie novel, um, which is now called And Then They Were None, but original title, not something that I would went, want went to say. several iterations of things we wouldn't say, we yeah. would no longer say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I think the least offensive version was Ten Little Soldiers, Ten Little yes. Soldier Boys. Um, so, yeah. yeah, we'll stick with that one. Um, so yeah, so, so it's enough. It's enough to give us a clue that it's going to be a p- picking off, picking picking people yep. off one by one episode. Picking people off one by one episode. So in that way, very very similar, to be honest, to uh, a- another episode from season one, the Royal Couple of Thieves, which was which yeah. also involved a, a a pair, including Xena, who was in disguise yeah. going to an island full of bad people. And people getting killed off one by one. In in a contest for something with mystical In a contest juju. with a mystical prize. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. So very yeah. similar episode, I must say. But there you go. Um so we open the episode with Gabrielle still getting PTSD triggers from seeing Callisto's from body. Waking up waking up next to Callisto. Yeah. And saying, I mean, can you not at least can you dye your hair maybe? She's not hideous to look at, you know. <laughs> like <laughs> No, but if she killed the the man you loved, the boy you knew, the man you loved, <laughs> I'd be like, "Thank you for freeing me from the prison of compulsory heterosexuality." Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, that sweet that sweet little scene is interrupted by Joxa turning up with uh, um, bizarrely an in. Oh yeah, yay! It's Joxa. Whoa! Like fucking Joxa into the again. Episode. Yeah. I've written in my notes, fucking Joxer again. <laughs> Will this cunt ever fuck off? <laughs> uh, uh, I don't think he ever will. No, man. Um, ke- oh, yeah. Jesus. Season but two he's, is he's so here Joxer egregious. Egregious. Uh, he's bringing a message purporting to be from Ares, an invitation which is weird because the the invitation's addressed to Callisto and yep. Ares knows that Callisto's dead. Hmm. Yep. So we all already know something's hinky about that. Yeah. So we all know, Zena knows, and everyone knows that they, the real Ares did not send this invitation. Yes. But um, we go into town and there are some shenanigans afoot, which is planted right from the start, actually, when uh, Gabrielle has been very aggressive with Joxer and like slamming her yes. staff into his chest and stuff, you know? Uh, so as soon Gab- as we get Gabrielle's into- as aggressive with Joxer as Joxer as we'd like to be. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah. When she gets into town, there's there starts to be a bidding war about fish cakes, and then she gets into <laughs> into a bit of a brawl over fish cakes. Yeah, Gab- Gabrielle is- Gabrielle starts a marketplace brawl. <laughs> yeah, about fish, which is unfortunately not a euphemism. Um, <laughs> now I don't did you know- notice? But did you notice by the way when when um. Zena and Gabrielle were kind of look, look overlooking the town, seeing what was going on, seeing these warlords acting mm-hmm. strangely friendly towards each other. Yeah. 
and Gabrielle goes to do something and and Zena sort of holds her back. She do you see there's a unintentional tip grab? No, I didn't see that, but holds her back by the yeah, tipsy. Watch, watch, watch it back so her <laughs> sort of goes to goes to put a hand and then has to hurriedly reposition her hand. <laughs> Lucy wouldn't have repositioned <laughs> the hand. Lucy would have left it. No. <laughs> I'm sure there's like frequent unintentional tit grabs from both yes. of them for the similar ideas, you know. <laughs> yeah. In the yeah. in the future, um. So yeah, it's all a bit strange. Aries, Aries is there, um, but he's pissed. And when I say pissed, pissed, I mean he's... in the British sense. Yes, he's drunk. He's got shadows under his eyes. He's in ragged clothing. He's uh. He, he's he's showing signs of wear and tear, and this is bit. because, god damn it, god's god's damn it, he's mortal. Yeah. How did that happen? Yeah, because he's lost his, he's lost his sword. He's had his sword stolen, which is also, unfortunately, not a euphemism. <laughs> he's lost his godhood. His godhood. Yeah. 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 So I mean, I'm yeah. sure that there's that the 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 sort of godhood, manhood, sword. You know, thing. Oh, it's clearly, not, it's not unintentional, is it? Um, no. <laughs> so yeah, um, the script basically right. He's saying that uh, at some point over the last little while, when he was um, distracted, fucking around with Zena and Callisto's bodies, Sh- shacking Callisto, shacking Callisto, <laughs> and fucking around, swapping bodies around, somehow. Somebody yeah. used this distraction to steal his sword, so that's quite good. I quite like how that. Uh, does link in to the previous episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll give them that, you know? Um, yeah. And what's interesting, right, is that um, without the God of War in place, with there being no God of War around, apparently that yeah. makes... Apparently the God of War basically channels uh, aggression. Something. Or something. This yeah. is how it supposedly works, right? Because without him in place, mm. all the people who are not used to channeling their aggression in other words people who are just normal and don't go around stabbing people for no reason um (laughs) (laughs) those people are all losing their fucking minds right so we get gabrielle becoming very i will just beat this tree to death and like she's kind of acting like beautiful what a beautiful turn this is from renee it's yeah just how much fun is she having she's good she's She's very good we've seen that we've seen this the side of her before yeah, a little was, bit, but she really goes to town on it. Kind of similar to how she was acting in Warrior Princess Tramp when she was locked up in the dungeon and getting more and yeah. more pissed off every time she wasn't let out. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, a kind of a similar thing. And a little bit a little bit of the nutbread as well. Yeah. A little bit yeah, it's, a, it's a little com- bit like high on nutbread and fucking pissed off. <laughs> Raging. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really, really nice turn from Renee in, in all of this episode. I think, you know. um, and this is where we see. I think last episode I talked about the the stillness and the centeredness that Hudson brings out yeah. of the, the Xena thing, and and again that this idea holds true for a bit of the episode, or apparently only holds true for Xena that people war, warriors and warlords are used to this kind of energy and it makes them more focused that actually only really seems to apply to Xena because the other eight well warlords they all appear to be able to control nasty. themselves 
they're not they're not going mental and like the, oh, yeah, they, they not, are making alliances and like they're acting normal basically they, they're acting normal okay. for them they're Can not but they're not like all, all the other people are not acting normal for them um basically yeah. if you are a trained warrior people who are not a violent fuck they're becoming violent fucks and if you were a violent fuck yeah. already, you start to act like my friend Goblin when she finally got prescribed Ritalin. Finally able to sit still. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I showed her that yeah. joke in advance. She was she laughed, she thought it was funny. So I'm assuming oh, it's fine. She doesn't good. fucking listen to the podcast anyway. Uh, okay. <laughs> she was on it, but she doesn't listen. So I'll, uh, if I get a text yeah. at one point saying, I listen, then I'll know she's finally caught up. so someone somebody has called 10 bad dudes to an island this is the plan and uh, Xena's going to go with Ares to this island right and Gabrielle's not really a fan of this idea basically she's like wait a minute what you're going off with your ex and leaving me behind and also he's kind of a baddie yeah, she's not happy about it. She ain't happy. Yeah. But, you know, this is Xena's, what Xena's decided to do. So, you know, she didn't get a choice yeah. in the matter. That's, that's pretty standard. Yeah. So they they steal an invitation for Ares. They knock out one of the, one of the warlords and so mm. enable Ares to go. And they get on the boat and they're told no weapons, no weapons allowed on the boat. Sure enough, when Joxa turns up, he's not allowed on the boat. <laughs> very good. Very good. I think. Very good. I think. Classic. I think. Yeah, um, so they're all they're all stripped of their weapons, so they're all a bit um bit mardy with each other, a bit leery. Um and we, we we meet a few of them. So we meet tattoo face face facial tattoo guy, we meet um, shitty car- uh, shitty karate guy. Shitty karate me. guy is the worst. He's just so yeah. bad. Like <laughs> he comes in, he just sort of goes. It's like my cousin when he was <laughs> when he was fourteen, and he used to think he could. He think he was a fucking badass because he watched Bruce Lee movies, yeah. and would just like make fucking stupid noises while flapping his arms around. Well, that well, shitty karate guy doesn't make stupid noises because because um, his tongue's been uh, severed. Lol. <laughs> His, his voice box has been severed by by Zena, and they they don't obviously they think it's Callisto, so so no hard feelings there. Uh, who yeah. else? We uh, we meet we meet white dreadlocks guy, and we meet um, the one that I've been calling Little John because he's just like this big brick big shit fucker. with a big yeah. beard and everything. Um, and the rest of them are basically red shirts. So yeah, we, we I mean they're all about. I mean they're all more or less red shirts. I mean some of these guys have basically. names, but I don't care. Um, no, I didn't. I didn't. There's two of them that sort of form an alliance right throughout the episode, and we saw them at the start. Yeah, that's, they hate that's each other. Little, little John and White, little John and Dreadlocks Dreadlock man. Um, yeah, yeah. So they do meet each other at the very beginning of the episode. That's who they were watching as they were above the town, and Fondling. they were like how about how much they hated each other, and yet they they were able to sort of become friendlyish. Yeah. Yeah. So whatever, they're the slightly smarter of all these guys. Like it's not yeah. it's not there's not like huge competition. Yeah. Um, anyway, so we've we've met the we've met the cast of ten, most of whom we don't care about, and we get to the island. Um what what we discover is that Ares, though we know the invitation didn't come from Ares, the the 
the plan is Ares aims to retire and make one of the ten the new god of war. So, yes, the, you revealed this through the, you, the, the use of a spinning top. <laughs> oh, god. <laughs> so, uh, so, early. Early recording device, like yeah. pre, pre, even pre-wax cylinder, apparently is a, a, a spinning top. I, for a moment, I thought it was going to be a hologram. I thought it was going to be even more anachronistic. Even more but it was, yeah, so, somehow, somehow it was a, a spinning top with lots of dizzying, mesmer, mesmerizing lights that emitted yeah. a voice. It was bollocks. Nonsense. Yeah, but when anyway. we get to the island, we know we find out who it is, and guess who? It's well, I, I, th- I thought I knew who it was going to be. I thought I'd remembered who it was going to be, and I said they, they, whoever owns this castle, whoever owns this unconvincing castle, has a good right old good box of tricks because there's you know lamps that light themselves. Mm-hmm. So you thought it was going to be Paul Daniels. Know? I thought it was going to be Paul Daniels and and the lovely <laughs> Debbie McGee. Um, <laughs> but who do we know that has tricks like that? It's Sisyphus. It's not yeah. even the good one. It's not even the good actor one. Yeah, it's, it's Sisyphus, Sisyphus, who, since we last saw him on this show, has been recast and also mm. seems to have misplaced his character development. Yes. Um, because <laughs> in the last in the last time we saw Sisyphus, yeah. he had become a sort of good guy. Like He'd realised the error of his ways of trying to trick uh, death. Yeah, he'd, he'd kind of we gone, oh, it's in, a fair cop. But yeah, we saw no him in Death in Chains and he'd become a cop. goodish guy and he'd... Uh, and yeah. now, but then I think, as far as I know, he appeared on Hercules like the same week mm. that happened, and he was a dick. So, okay. you know, he's just a dick. He's just a dick. Um, yeah. So he has somehow. He continues to be a dick. Uh, somehow he has escaped, you know, escaped in inverted commas from yeah. Tartarus, where he was rolling a, a, a rolling. Um, Rolling a boulder, a, up a, boulder a hill. up a hill for eternity, which is, uh, to yeah. be honest, it's just my life. <laughs> every year, man, get every year. Have you have you considered stealing a, a sword from a god? Oh my god, there's a sword right behind you. Was that? I'm, you, dun, dun, I've got my sword. I've got my sword tutor if I ever wanted to just start a new life, just wander off. Oh my god, she's she's picked it up. She's swinging. I picked, I picked it up by the blade and everything. Ooh, I know. I'm liking the way this, the the lights reflecting off the hill here. It's it is really, glinting beautifully. It is. It's glinting well. <laughs> Doing a good glint. But good, great for for an audio. Yeah, good for podcast. an audio only medium. That um, if you yeah. want to see what my sword looks like, lads, go on to at Bard's Eye Podcast on Twitter and like go back yeah. a few uh, dozen posts, and you'll find a picture of it because it was what I got for my birthday. Uh, it is a replica it's, it's so of Zena's sword. Yes, is what it is. It is anyway. So, so basically, the the um, the gimmick here is that uh, Hades has asked for ten warrior souls. Oh, you're and... skipping to the end here, man. Oh, I am skipping. I am skipping. You've skipped it to Spoilers. the end. We don't know what his plan oh, is at okay. this point. At this point, he's oh, let, just no, saying... let's let's start the whole podcast again. No, no, I refuse. <laughs> um. Yeah. At this point, he's saying, you know, uh, you have to kill a monster. Mm. You have to kill a monster, which we hear periodically roaring. going to kill a monster yeah. for the right to earn um, a- Ares' godhood. And there's nothing in it for me at all. 
dog. Oh, apart from apart from immortality, he does say he gets immortality. So he oh, basically yeah. gets immortality as a recruitment fee for for signing recruitment up. Recruitment fee for getting a new, new you know, yeah, for getting a new God right. of War. Right? Okay, whatever. Um, yeah. So Gabrielle, meanwhile, has also followed Zena to the island because she doesn't like. Don't tell me what to do. You can't tell Gabrielle what to do. She no. doesn't do it. Don't tell don't me do, what Gabrielle, to do. do the thing. I'll do what I don't like. Do thing. Gabrielle, don't do the thing. You know, she does the thing. Does the thing. <laughs> and Joxer's <laughs> with her because obviously we need that, man. <sighs> oh! yes, anyway, they're both going a wee bit mental because the point of Joxer is that although he thinks he's a warrior, he's actually a dick. Um, so unlike all the warriors who are feeling super focused, he's also losing control because he's also, he doesn't uh, he's he yeah. doesn't channel his anger or whatever the fuck. Um, yeah. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, she's <laughs> she's so mad, right? But it's like when a kitten tries to make itself big. You know? <laughs> it's, it's, it's that. <laughs> Angry kitten, Gabrielle. Fear me, fear oh. me. <laughs> I will destroy you. I will destroy you now. Oh man, I love Gabrielle. Uh, she's adorable. Anyway, um, <laughs> I've just looked at my notes and I've pretty much glossed over the entirety of the rest of this episode because what happens is right. Cool. You know how last week I was said oh, we'll do a swift recap. This week we're actually going to do a swift recap, right? Because I'm about to recap the entire middle of this episode in about one minute max, right? So basically, yeah, bunch of douchebags are on the island. Uh, they're mm-hmm. all supposed to fight a monster, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, Zena tries to get them to pit, draw lots for who gets to fight the monster first or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, they all start fighting amongst themselves to try and get a better slot, and a bunch of people get killed, starting with Tattoo Face Man. Um, yep. Then they go up to their bedrooms. Very similar again to Royal Couple of Thieves, which is a very similar Very setup, similar. Very um, similar. Where we had, and then um, she's starting to fix up Ares because he had a sore shoulder or whatever, so she's bandaging him Does up. Does some appalling dressing, bad, wound dressing. Bad wound dressing. Like, I don't think it would do any good whatsoever. It's not done tight enough no. for a start. Um, but, like, this is her idea of fixing him up. But the point is, you get to sit and watch Kevin Smith with no shirt on, which is, to be honest, all you want. Um, yeah. And he's given them a couple of weapons, a mace and a dagger, Um and obviously the idea is that they're all going to start killing each other, which is obviously what they all start doing. They get burst in yeah. on by shitty, shitty karate man, who for some reason yeah. bursts in on them, does a bunch of shitty karate, and then cools over because he'd had an axe in his back the whole time. Why yeah. he was doing the shitty karate moves, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they leave the room and start sloping about, looking for the sword, which Xena thinks will be hidden somewhere in plain sight, right? Because um, Sisyphus mm-hmm. just can't help himself. But at the same time, a lot of the other warlord guys are also sloping about the castle and killing each other off. And the two gay boys yeah. that from earlier, the bear one, and the, you know, he is a bear. Bear man. Yes, he is. And <laughs> Little John is a bear. Bear man and white dreadlocks guy, they've teamed up and they're doing a lot of, doing a lot of like, trickery and stuff. Um, yeah. well, do you, know, you know, you said you're going to sum this up really quickly. Can I, can I try and sum it up a bit more swiftly? No, I was saying basically. Say- Okay, oh, you stole my thing. Oh, she's an angry kitten. Yes. Fine, you sum it up. Then you take over the summary. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, my my summary was going to be basically um, they've provided weapons for them to kill each other, uh, and then basically it goes ten, nine, eight, seven, <laughs> six. Yeah, pretty and then, much. And then we are then we are down to five. Then we we actually get some more plot when it gets to about five. Five. Yeah, five. pretty much. Quite a lot of them. A lot of the nameless ones get killed off. But meanwhile, Zena, yeah. Gabrielle, and Jocks are trying to sneak in through the sewer. Uh, and get oh, yeah. progressively Com- interlude. angrier and then um, Joxor gets so mad that he tries to murder a fly which was a In funny a bit fight. enjoyed that yeah. part but the the takeaway from all this right is that they're going the back way in and they discover that there is no monster right so we'll leave that for later yeah the monster is actually just a fan <laughs> it's, yeah it's a mach- it's a machine and Gabrielle says Gabrielle says what this is the Baracus how did she know what it was called she wasn't there when there were anyway continuity that Can is you a imagine? plot hole continuity there. error yeah a plot mm, hole mm, in my mm. Xena more likely than you think it's more likely than you think <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so Sisyphus appears to um Ares and Xena when they are in the basement or whatever and he has now figured out that Xena and Callisto have swapped bodies, but he doesn't seem too fussed yes. about it. Uh, yeah. But he gets Ares a bit mad and then tricks him into falling down his, you know, you, you can all, he, he's done this before. This was in his castle with the stairs yeah. that become a slope, you know? <laughs> um, and then basically, right, do you ever, you're too young, no, you're too old, I mean, probably, you're probably slightly too old to have ever watched the kids' TV show Nightmare. I I haven't I I didn't see Nightmare, but I think you're about to talk about the scene that that I've <laughs> I've described as just perfect Saturday morning TV cliffhanger. Yeah, it's the kind of thing you used you used to get in the old um, Tarzan series, things yeah. like that. So basically, Ares ends up suspended, dangling by his feet over a pit of fire, with spiky walls closing in Holding towards in each other. Side, yeah. With, with a with a skeleton spread eagled in amongst As you the, did. the spikes, uh, yeah, you need that. and that that's and that's important. that was a cut to an ad break, and was like, yeah. that is just Saturday morning defined in a single scene for me. That's yeah, what Saturday totally. morning is all about. But yeah, yeah. Nightmare <laughs> wasn't quite like that. But how, what it was right, Nightmare was this kids' TV show where kids had to um, help their mate through. Uh, increasingly dangerous rooms and I'm putting rooms in adverted commas because yeah. the rooms were not real um, it was like the the kid who was in the room had a helmet over his head so he couldn't see anything and um, everything else was like computer generated or whatever so it was vir- virtual reality but without yeah, reality yeah the shittest version of vir- virtual reality that you can imagine <laughs> put, um, put a but, bucket over your head and imagine you're somewhere else yeah but uh, when I was a kid, um, whenever we had like wet playtime or whatever, whenever we were allowed to do drawing, because like that's what you would do. Um, yeah. <laughs> whenever you were allowed to do drawing when you finished your work or whatever, the thing that all us kids did was we drew nightmare rooms, right? <laughs> we would draw in the most elaborate traps and like. So basically, right, Aries gets trapped in one of my rooms that I, okay. one of my nightmare rooms. Because I'm pretty sure mine always involved fire and spikes and like moving walls and shit, always. But yeah, that that that's something that really stuck with me: the the moving walls or the ceiling that descended and there were spikes and the idea of being squashed. That yeah, I think that I think I might have a little bit of damage from that <laughs> trauma. <laughs> trauma. <laughs> um. So anyway, obviously, obviously, Zena saves him. 
Um, yeah. And we get back. Definitely. This is where we return to the plot where there's five left, except then it quickly becomes four <laughs> because yeah. um, because Big Bear Man and his little bum chum uh, immediately kill off number five. Yes. <laughs> But this is this is followed up very swiftly by um Xena killing Dreadlock Guy, who uh, is wearing Cortese's armour. Is he? It's Cortese's armour, that sort of green scaly armour. Anyway. Ah, there you go. Maybe it's just they, yeah. they they had some shit lying in the prop department. Yeah. Yeah. Um Ares takes out little John, so then it's just Xena and Ares left to left to save the day. Except Oh no, little John isn't really dead. So he. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, we've missed the bit with the sword. We've missed. Yeah, the sword. you missed out the entire point. <laughs> oh bollocks! It turns out the sword was in fact hidden in plain sight because it was just sitting on one of the corpses. And and, and we saw it sitting there. Yeah, like, within we saw seconds it earlier. You think Ares would have hidden in plain sight? You think Ares would have recognised his own sword? He was there. I know. I know. You know? I know, right? I know, right? <laughs> but, like, and totally. it seems... I don't understand how this claiming the godhood works, right? Because, like, yeah. Sisyphus... Well, Gabrielle and Joxer come in and explain there is no monster, and she's like, right, okay, so you're sending... And so Xena works it out that, you know, he's got some sort of deal with Hades to replace himself mm. on the boulder thing. And, um, yeah. like, and then... He actually, and then Sisyphus explains that what Hades actually said was, ten, send me ten souls, ten warrior souls, and then you can have Ares' godhood, right? He's going to give it to him. Yeah. Um. So basically, Hades is just like, how many cunts is one Sisyphus worth? And he's come up with ten cunts. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so Sisyphus is, right? is a ten cunt cunt, uh, right? So that's yeah. what we were talking about last week, how, how Hades is basically a cosmic accountant. Right? I can't remember last week. That was a whole week ago. <laughs> <laughs> and I think no, it's, I do. I do remember. I do remember. Uh, <laughs> I think it's actually good as well because it does imply that the reason Hades is doing this is is because Ares fucked with him. Ares fucked with him. Hades gonna yeah. fuck back, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that, yeah, that fits with every every version of the Greek gods I've yeah, ever heard. It's they a, are, that's they the Greek gods for children. you, man. You fuck with me, I yeah. fuck with you, bitch. You, know? <laughs> you steal my yeah. souls, I steal your sword. Not a euphemism. <laughs> um, so I don't really understand how this claiming of the godhood business works because it doesn't appear no, to be just me picking neither, up the one sword. Of, one of the dead warlords has has had the sword and used the used the sword and not taken up. And Xena has it and uses it. Yeah. And but I I think I think. There's a, a moment when she could. Well, but yeah, how, like, right? Because, like, Sisyphus is like. To somehow. Sisyphus is like trying to encourage her to kill Ares with the sword, and that'll, that'll make her the god, but I don't see how. Because when she chucks the sword at Bear Man, and then Ares picks up, he immediately recovers his godhood. But maybe that's because it was his in the yeah. first place. Maybe. Anyway, so he had said. Basically, he had said all through this that when he got his godhood back, he was going to swap their bodies back and he was going to yeah. remember. I'll remember this. I won't be as big a dick from now on. And she was like, as soon as you got your godhood back, you are going to go back to being exactly yeah. as big a dick as you, you always were. Though. So basically, you it's like, 
it's sort of like you know the man going you know I love you baby I promise we'll be together forever and then as soon as he gets what he wants <laughs> he's like do you know what I think that we made a mistake you know I'll call you I'll call you <laughs> yeah it's very much that so it's very much that. instead of switching her back immediately, he just does his laugh and disappears as per. Yeah, Sisyphus gets returned to his previous um, position of return to sender, back to the boulder. Yeah, yeah. and all's well that ends well, except that it appears that Gab that um, Callisto's body is good here to stay for some reason. Yeah, Ares has reneged on the deal. Yeah, surprise. Standard. What a douchebag. Yeah, he's welched on it. Yeah, no offense to any so Welsh we get, people listening. <laughs> we get the obli- obligatory sunset on the beach scene. Xena uh, and Gabrielle are walking along the beach, and Gabrielle's like, "Oh, so, so this is it for good now? You look like her forever." He's like, well, apparently, apparently. But then, okay, and, two uh, minutes later, they play the Uno reverse card, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, <laughs> Which is, could could be worse. Could be worse. It could could be a. Uh, a snake, snake-haired gorgon monster. I don't think we need to. Is... I think this is just monsterism. I don't yeah. think. I don't think gorgons are that bad. I I've seen the Tumblr posts. I know what's going <laughs> yeah. on. Medusa was. Medusa yeah. did nothing wrong. No. <laughs> <laughs> but as you as you say, um, while while Gabrielle's attention is uh, distracted. Suddenly, Callisto's or Hudson's voice morphs into Lucy's, and lo and behold, Gabrielle turns around, and there's some stock footage of Lucy smiling taken no, from I read the opening that credits. It wasn't, no, I read somewhere that it wasn't actually stock footage, or maybe it was. Maybe it was. Maybe it's, you're it's right. From the openings, it's from the opening credits. Yeah, but they've stuck and, her over a sunset instead. Yeah. 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 And then they have her yeah, very stiffly walking filter. along the beach in silhouette, so it might not even be her, it could be a... No, it's not, it's a body double. Is it's it? clearly a body double in, in a bad <laughs> week. <laughs> so, from which we take, okay, so Lucy's well enough to film again next week, but just not not this scene. <laughs> just yet. They do, they, they do actually so. um, continue to fill, continue to actually fill up with... Um, like, not quite filler episodes, but there are certain episodes where things have been changed to work around the, her limited mobility. Like Yeah, they're, they're slightly Lucy light episodes, aren't they? Yeah, and, and like coming not, up there's a whole episode episodes. there's a whole episode where she spends uh where once again she spends the whole time being played by another person. She's yeah. inside someone else's body and her, her actual body lying yeah. down for most of it. Like that wasn't <laughs> as far as nice. I know that was a, a sort of a hasty rewrite to make yeah. that work. But, you know? <laughs> Yeah, but okay, it ends up being one of, of the well. most iconic episodes of the whole show. Yeah. Yeah. So, Not you know, <laughs> um, what's that um, necessity as the mother of invention and all that? Yes. So, you know, it's all good. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah, it's so, all good. Good show, good, good episode. Yeah, for me. Yeah, what did you like it about was... it, friend? We'll discuss what we liked about it and then we can hear about rating. All right, um, I... I, I liked Renee having free oh. hand to just go nuts. <laughs> the, it's always good ang- when she gets to go ham, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, lovely, <laughs> lovely stuff. Um, and I really liked Ares as a mortal as well. I was kind of hungover and seasick. And how how do you people, is this what it's like being mortal? How do you get through the days? 
<laughs> so he he was he was fun. Yeah, those, he's those, fun those as well. Those were my big takeaways. Yeah. I, I did like What did you like? Well I liked I think I've mentioned this at some point a long time ago. Um about the idea of Ares as a villain and is he really a villain? You know, because he's, he's yeah. he acts as an antagonist a lot of the time, but then sometimes, sometimes they team up with him, and sometimes he's actually on their side, yeah. and sometimes you know, because he's like um, it's like what you said the, the line in this episode, which was I think works quite well, is um, he says for the job I've got, I've got the perfect temperament or something like that, you know. So yeah. like, um, yeah. uh, and the idea of any of these other guys getting that sort of power. It doesn't work, right? Because, like, no matter what you might think of Ares, yeah. at least he actually knows what he's doing. He he knows it's a job, not just a. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a it's jolly. like um, uh, any other. Any time a mortal gets, any time a mortal in this show gets some sort of power, uh, yeah. either by eating ambrosia or becoming an immortal or whatever, like they mm. they they always just um, they can't handle it, man. They're just. It, it it's yeah. like it, it's like if you win the lottery and like burn through it in like two weeks, it's like they can't handle it. They can't handle the power, and all the sensible yeah. mortals know that, and they don't even try. You know. Yeah. If you if you lust after power, it's a it's a certain sign that you shouldn't have it. It's a bad sign. That's what Douglas Adams said, and that's how that, yeah. and that's in, <laughs> and that's why the ruler of the universe is just a random weirdo on a planet in the middle of nowhere yeah. and he just feeds his cat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what I should... That's what, that's what so I yeah, aspire to. I want to be a random I... weirdo living on a planet on my own feeding a cat. <laughs> well, not on You're my own. I'll, cat. I'll keep my wife with me. But other than that, yeah. I'll, I'll feed the cat. Oh, I'll make her feed the cat. She's the one who feeds the cats. <laughs> You're moving away from your ideal very quickly. No, but no, I'm just a value. Oh, I'm just like... Random planet, cats and wife. I think the addition of a wife improves mm-hmm. it. It does. What I was gonna what I was gonna say when we were talking about Ares being sort of a necessary evil or whatever, mm-hmm. it's it's something we've we've kind of said before is that the, the fact that we have this moral ambiguity and he's kind of a love to hate, hate to love figure yeah. is what is one of the things that makes it a much more interesting show than bland old Hercules being good all the time. Yeah, the, Hercules is, is such a dick. There's always this tension between good and evil, and you and where is the line between those things? And actually, having someone who's sometimes good, sometimes not good, is you know, it's a real strength of the show. Yeah, he's capricious because he's an That's ancient he Greek god, <laughs> known for their capricity. That's what they're known for. They're a bunch of goats all around. Yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> is it a goat Anything or is it a goose honk? Anything you didn't like about this episode? Um, Other than Joxer. <laughs> Joxer. Fucking Joxer again, man. I wonder if it's a coincidence that in the episode, like, in all the episodes where they've had Hudson play Xena, um, mm. they've mo- get her and Gabrielle have mostly been separate most of the time. I wonder if I wonder if Hudson, uh, if Hudson and Renee weren't as good together a combo. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Maybe. That's just a thought. It's just I wonder. I, yeah. I I sort of wish we could have seen it. Wish we could have seen more yeah. of the actual of how Gabrielle dealt with the. May I refer my learned colleague to once fanfic. again yeah. to fanfic? Yeah, I just think I mean, it might be nice. I mean, like in they graphic have... detail. 
if they needed to, they could have easily done next week's episode with Hudson instead of Lucy. Yes. If they needed to. Yeah. And if they had, yeah. I think it would have been interesting to see. I don't know. I think it might mm. I think it was maybe a slight missed opportunity mm. to see what it was like. Yeah, so Hudson's really only got to play noble Cena. Yeah. I think. Yeah. And um anyway. and like with a different scene partner most of the time. You know. With what, sorry? With a different scene partner than normal most of the for yeah. most of her run. So. Yeah, true. Like she spends a lot of time with Joxer, she spends time with Ares, like not so much with Gabrielle. Not so, with Gabrielle. Yeah. No, I don't I'm sure that wasn't deliberate, but it was just like I'm in, I would be interested in knowing what it was like, but there you go. Yeah. We'll never know. Missed opportunity. Yes. Maybe. So what rate so, do you want to give score? this episode, friend? Oh, I was I was gonna ask you. Okay, in fine. Fact, I, uh, I think I'm gonna go for eight again. Well, I, I'm going to give it nine again be- huh. because I, I think the two episodes are really kind of one. So that's why I gave well, mine the same rating as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's not quite a two-parter, but the, the, the resolution of the body swap thing is it kind of ties, ties the two episodes together and I, I think yes. they work quite well off the back of each other. So yeah, yeah, I liked true. I like both of these, and I yeah I loved I loved Aries in this episode yeah, as well. So he's good. Yeah. Nine. I, Nine I, I always good. I I love any sort of um, and then there were none set up. Yeah. Genuinely, it's one of my favorite things. Like uh, this episode, yeah. Royal Couple of Thieves, which I think was the very the very first of of these episodes that I ever gave ten out of ten to. Mm. Um, and then there's a a, a fanfic that um. I tried to make you read one time that I don't think you ever read, which is called The Hanging Gardens. And it's a, it's a Conqueror AU one, but it is a... Oh, no, it's I haven't read that. I haven't read that. It's an And Then There Were None set up. Like, okay. all the... the okay. It's Zena uh, the Conqueror and her consort, the Queen of the Amazons. They go to ba- uh-huh. ancient Babylon and then they've got all these world leaders from all over the place. They've got Brutus... And they've got Lauma, and they've got yeah. some other fucking rando, and then there's a lot of um, picking off that starts to happen. Yeah. It's awesome. It's a really yeah. good thing. And then, published fiction wise, Gideon the Ninth, lesbian yes. necromancers in yes, space, of course. And it's also yeah. one. Then they were none. <laughs> What's not to love? What is not to love? Good question. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a, a recommendation that that I. Unusually, unusually, I made her read a book and she liked it. Yeah, dun dun dun. <laughs> I read a book and I liked it. <laughs> it hardly ever happens. Well, we we don't always read the same, and enjoy the same things. But, no, but that was we one. don't enjoy the same things. We're not the same person for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> So there we go, another another eight point five. Yep. Um, for this episode. Yeah. What have we got coming up? What are we doing next week? It's the Christmas episode, and we'll be a few weeks early with it. Although, actually, when will that when will that episode actually come out? So, like, uh, I don't know. You you do the math. Uh that episode will come out in End two weeks. Two weeks from when we're recording now, maybe three. It'll be. Yeah. It's a bit early. It'll so, just. It'll be before December, but whatever. Yeah. 
but yeah, it might be after Thanksgiving. It might be after getting in the solstice spirit, (laughs) which is practically Christmas, you know. Although, if you're following, if you're in Tesco, it's Christmas now. It's been Christmas since since like August. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) they put the Christmas aisle up and then they clean it off for a few weeks just before Halloween, and then they clean all the Halloween shit away and they stick the Christmas crap back up. Yeah, we're, we're, we're well into that now. So join us next week to get in the solstice spirit with a solstice carol. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you then. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of A Bard's Eye View with me, Wonko, and her, Professor Flimflam. Follow us on Twitter at Bard's Eye Podcast. And subscribe to us on your podcast app of choice. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon. And of course, on the Podbean app. Feel free to leave us a review, but only if it's a good one. Bye!